This is Nancy Nutter, Christian Educator. Today, I will be reading Zeke, the Christmas Tree Mouse by Richard Schimner. Zeke pressed his little gray ear to the floor above him. Mother, what's going on up there? Mother Mouse turned from the big piece of cheese to her son. Oh, every year at this time, the people up there have a big celebration. It goes on for days, but it all seems to become very important on one special night. What do they celebrate, Zeke said. Do they find a nice piece of cheese like we have? Mother Mouse handed a morsel to Zeke's little sister called Sister Deer. I don't know, son, she said, but one year through a crack in the wall, I saw a tree growing in their living room. It wasn't like any tree I'd seen before. At first, I thought it was on fire. There were bright, burning things all over it. Beautiful, shiny objects hung from the branches. But just then, that terrible cat came scratching at the wall, and I hurried out of there. Hmm, said Zeke, listening to the hubbub above. Now, don't get any ideas about going up there, Mother Mouse said sharply. We are lucky to live off the crumbs that fall on the floor. And once in a while, she smiled her paw patting the cheese. We find a feast. But Zeke wasn't listening to his mother. He was thinking all about the wonderful things going on above him. Besides, he was a very smart mouse, smarter than his mother knew, or so he thought. Soon, Mother Mouse and Sister Deer were sound asleep in their warm bed of cotton yarn and wool scraps. But Zeke couldn't sleep. He lay awake, his shining eyes staring curiously at the floor above him. He noticed that it had become very quiet. He pushed his wool scrap away and careful not to wake his mother and sister, crept to the doorway to the big people's house. The door was really a hole in the kitchen basement, baseboard under the stove. Zeke was very careful because he remembered the terrible time when his father did not come home and his mother cried and cried. That was when she warned him and the sister about the cat. Never, never go up there until you are big enough to run fast, very fast, she said, brushing a tear from her dark eyes. But surely, he thought, everyone, including the cat, must be asleep. Besides, he was a very fast mouse, and it was so quiet. Zeke slipped 
out from under the stove and peered into the living room, his whiskers quivering. What was that strange light? Quietly, he kept crept closer, then caught his breath. It was the most amazing thing he'd ever seen. A big tree growing in the corner of the room, ablaze with many colors. He blinked in fascination. Suddenly, a sound. He turned and his heart stopped. It was snoring like his mother made on a long, hard day after gathering crumbs. Only it was much gruffier and louder. He looked over to the chair from where the sound came. There was the cat, sound asleep. Zeke sighed in relief. As long as he stayed very, very quiet, he would learn more about the strange tree. He crept closer to its trunk, which was planted in a red metal bucket. He looked up. The tree smelled so good. And all those wonderful things hanging from the branches, shiny objects of red, silver, blue, gold, and such strange shapes. Then he saw it, a gingerbread man way up in the tree. Mm, his mouth watered. He had tasted a piece of gingerbread man once. While the big people were baking, one of the gingerbread men had fallen to the floor and broken. Mother had triumphantly carried a piece home. Oh, how he loved its spicy flavor. He looked up at the gingerbread man, slowly turning on its string. Could he? He remembered his mother's warning, but oh, he also remembered that wonderful taste. He licked his lips and he decided he would. Carefully, he climbed up the tree from branch to branch, higher and higher, breaking off pine needles, which padded to the snowy skirt on the floor below. Closer and closer, he approached his prize. Soon, he was right next to the gingerbread man. With a thumping heart, he leaned over and bit off its foot. Ugh! Zeke spat a piece out and wrinkled his nose. He didn't taste at all like a gingerbread man that the mother had brought home. It tasted like plaster. He once nibbled on the wall. Zeke shuddered and backed into a glass ball ornament behind him. It tumbled noisily down the tree, leaving only its string hooked to the branch. Terrified, he looked down at the cat, but he was still snoring in front of the fire. Zeke breathed a sigh of relief. At that very moment, the front door opened and all the big people came tromping in, talking excitedly. He heard sentences like, wasn't that a lovely Christmas Eve service? And don't you like singing all the verses to Silent Night? Zeke couldn't run down the tree and escape. They would see him. 
Besides, the cat was awake and stretching. Oh, what would he do? Suddenly, he had an idea. He would become a tree ornament, just like the others. He snatched a little red cap from the plastic Santa near him, pulled it over his head, and grabbed a fallen ornament's empty string right in his paw and hung on to it. He fixed a big smile on his face as the children rushed to the tree. Isn't it beautiful? The best we ever had. Then one of them said, where did we get this mouse ornament? Isn't he cute? Zeke hung as still as he could. He could feel his mouse sweat under the Santa cap. One little girl pressed her finger into his round tummy. Oh, she squeaked. He feels so soft, just like the beanbag toy. At her touch, Zeke started slowly spinning around and around. He was getting dizzy, but forced himself to keep smiling. He looked down and saw the cat watching him. The cat knew. It licked its chops with its pink, long tongue. Zeke's arms were getting so tired. His face ached from the put-on smile. Oh, what a terrible fix he got himself into, all for a bit of awful plaster. He saw the children settle down at their father's feet. The man opened a big book and began reading. It was about a father and a mother-to-be journeying to a town called Bethlehem. Zeke was so tired. His aching arms felt like they were on fire. He wanted to cry, but he couldn't help but listen as the man told about a little baby being born and the shepherds and the animals coming to worship him. When the man closed the book, he told the children about someone called God who had sent the baby. Is it true that God created the earth and every living thing? Asked the child. Yes, answered the father. Like our cat, asked another. And the mice who live under the floor? Yes, the father said, even the mice. Do they pray to God? Piped one and asked God to help them when they need it. The father smiled. I don't know, he said. But it's getting late now, and we must all go to bed. You know, we will be getting up early tomorrow to open presents. The family filed out, and Zeke wondered if this was his chance to escape. But the cat remained behind, looking up at him, showing his big white teeth. Oh, oh, sighed Zeke. I can't hold on another minute. My arm is about to break. What can I do? Big tears slid down his furry cheeks, dropped off his whiskers with a plop onto the book the father had left below the tree. Zeke thought about the one called God who had created him 
and who answered prayers. Could he pray too? Hanging with all his might, Zeke sobbed. Oh God, please forgive me. I know I have been misbehaved. I disobeyed my mother, but I am just a poor little mouse and you are the only one who can save me now. Zeke barely breathed those last words, knowing he would soon drop right into the jaws of the cat below. But when he looked down, the cat was gone. What? Where? Then Zeke heard the snoring. The cat had settled back in front of the fireplace and was fast asleep. Zeke scrambled down the tree, raced across the living room, into the kitchen, through the door to his home, where he quickly climbed into bed. But before he went to sleep, he folded his little gray paws in the way he had seen the children do, and he thanked God for saving him. But Zeke wasn't out of trouble yet. The next morning, he would have some explaining to do. The end.